Hello and welcome to another episode of In the Spirit of Spinning Yarns, our unlimited podcast series. This is your co-host, Deepti. COVID-19 has had a huge impact on our fundamental experiences. Local historians say that it is vital we document how COVID-19 has changed our lives. While some of it may not seem interesting just yet, it is important that we capture what life and work are like as we live in isolation and through social distancing. We spoke to a number of Australians from Brisbane to Adelaide on what's changed for them as they go about their life, work, relationships, the way they connect, the way they parent and more. Let's hear in. Before we begin, I would like to pay my respects and acknowledge the Tobul and Jagra people as the traditional custodians of the land on which I record this episode of our podcast today. I would also like to acknowledge the traditional custodian of the lands where all our guests today come from and all the lands where they have recorded this episode for our podcast today. I recognize the continuing connections to lands, water and communities of all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, I pay my respects to all elders past, present and emerging. you are listening to this, it's Akashka, in the spirit of spinning yarns. In this series, we will be discussing all things that matter. Let's listen from our guests who share how coronavirus has changed their lives. From baby boomers to Gen Z, from intergenerational families and also from multicultural heritage of Australia. Stories full of new activities and new moves. Whatever you're doing and wherever you are, we want to hear from you. We want to know about your new COVID routine. Every story counts. Please write to us on wiredglobalaws at gmail.com or drop us a message on Instagram wired underscore global. Coronavirus is here for longer in this world. We know how COVID-19 has changed our lives. On 18th March 2020, the Prime Minister of Australia asked us to step up together in solidarity and announce new measures to protect our community. All ANZAC ceremonies were cancelled. In solidarity, we lit candles in our balconies from our yards and joined the neighbourhood. We couldn't see our grandparents Due to restrictions, some couldn't meet their parents. There were restrictions on travel, both domestic and international. COVID clearly has put a reset button and restructured the way we do things. Today, two of our guests, Tom, who's a cyber security specialist, 
and Bhavik, who is a senior policy advisor, both Gen Z, are Queenslanders. Let's take a moment to listen to what they have to say. Hello, this is Tom, and my life has basically turned into Zoom and working in my pyjamas in the coronavirus situation we all find ourselves in. Hello, my name is Bhavik. Just say a few words about how COVID-19 has positively influenced the world. And I want to touch on one thing or one topic that many of us sometimes can be scared of, and that is being by ourselves. Being by ourselves in the sense of our own company, you know, loneliness is something people are incredibly scared of because it is a natural instinct to socialize, to meet people, to feed off others' energies. And what COVID has done is it's really brought us into our homes and given us a lot of time to think about how we relate to ourselves personally. It's almost like taking a journey within in more isolation than we have ever had possibly previously. I think that's a highly positive thing. I feel that I have capitalized on it greatly because it's given me a lot of thought and stability to know myself more and and also also to reflect on where things are in life and i think in that sense if taken in that light it has had an immensely positive effect on on the society if we were to view it that way and it's taught us to become comfortable with ourselves and enjoy our own company and i feel that's of course something everyone should take the opportunity and embrace the opportunity to incorporate in their lives thank you Pajamas, Zoom and the sound of the gym in Bhavik's audio was clear. Everybody is making those moves to embrace the change. Let's take a moment to listen to Sydney-based Pari, a workforce development consultant, and David, who is now an Adelaide-based technical director, both Gen Z. Let's listen to what they have to say. COVID has changed the way that I interact with my colleagues, friends and family members. I'm an extremely social and extroverted person and have been missing the informal chats you would have on a regular day sporadically. I find that most days when you speak to someone, it's more structured and there's a particular intention behind it. A way to combat this and create fun memories with my family while being COVID safe is that we had trivia every Sunday at 5pm. I'm from a big Greek family with around 20 of us, so and the ages range from 81 years old to 15 years old. So every week there was a particular host that developed all the different questions. So it was great to have everyone join the Zoom call whilst learning about all these different ranges of topics, but also having those informal chats that we could catch up and have fun together. <laughs> More like COVID-180, it felt as if the decision to leave Sydney after 10 and a half years would have required more thought, planning, and hesitation. Instead, it was something more instinctive, and there was no second-guessing my intention to move back to Adelaide. In May, I had made up my mind, and by June, I had driven across two states and was self-isolating back in my home city. Work and money was never a factor. The last time I had seen my family was over six months ago, and the thought of potentially not seeing them again made every other issue or hesitation obsolete. I've never slept better since making the move. Our Australian trailblazer, Shauna Carty, has been in UK for over five years. She's been there for her cancer treatment. She still 
calls Australia home and says she's grateful for every single day. Let's take a listen to what she has to say. Hi, this is Shauna. I'm actually in the UK. Um, I've been coming and going over here for some years, mainly um, to get specialised cancer treatment that I wasn't available to me in Australia. Just before the lockdown happened, I was supposed to have surgery that was delayed until just recently. During that time, I had a tumour which had spread, but I am happy to say that it looks like it's been removed and treated successfully. Please don't be down on people who can't get back to Australia immediately. There's so much involved in packing up and getting back and the worry of the flight and the quarantine. But I still call Australia home and I want to get back and I'm grateful for every day. And I think even with COVID, we've got so much to be grateful for in our lives. We've got freedom, we've got fresh air, beauty all around us and just enjoy the moment. We also received a note from Lisa, who's a yoga guru based in the Queensland hinterland, who says ethics of yoga that include niyama, meaning yoga ritual for health, including mental health, shodha, which means hygiene or cleanliness, and also means avoiding physical intimacy or contact, will be ever so relevant. Making yoga and meditation an integral part of our lifestyle will help boosting immunity that will eventually fight corona virus we would love to talk about lifestyle and spirituality in covid times and also people helping each other in these troubled times let's spread the light and we want to hear from you your story your covid routine so don't forget to drop us a note on instagram at wired underscore global before we move further let's take a listen to what ankita a corporate lawyer who is a gen z has to say covid has really changed how i connect with people both professionally and personally Amongst my friends, I've really used the opportunity to have more FaceTime sessions with my friends and virtually have game nights and connect with my friends who are in New South Wales and outside New South Wales and overseas. Professionally, I've been more involved with my team and colleagues, actually. We've had many firm-wide telecasts, but also within meaningful teams, we've had regular video calls, organised trivia nights, quizzes, and even had team TikTok challenges. In a way, COVID has made me feel more connected to those who are close to me. Let me tell you a bit about my time in COVID times. I think I may have a bit of COVID fatigue by now. I have lost a bit of a track of days. The new Friday is the Thursday, I think. have to tell you that sometimes I feel it's a long nightmare that is not ending. So I wake up, I cook, I work out and very carefully go out. I've watched so many classics by this time and tried enormous recipes, have spoken to so many relatives and distant relatives that I could never speak in a long time back. It's a very different vibe to go through these disappointing times. I love to meditate. Let's take a moment to listen to Miss Lal, who is a commercial law specialist, a young mum and a Generation X, a Queenslander from Kuparu. <laughs> Thank you. 
On a normal day, as a working parent, I'm sure I speak for many other parents who have a busy household. I have a very busy client-facing full-time job, which I juggle with primary school-going kids, running a household and doing many other things around the house uh, that are needed. Now, with already uh, time which is spread thin with a multitude of things that we manage on a daily basis, COVID-19 has happened. Now, with COVID-19, we're all forced to practice social distancing as well as keep ourselves and our families as safe as possible. There are no more Monday blues or thank God it's Friday vibes as we orient ourselves from a work-life balanced lifestyle to a work-life integrated lifestyle. There are no boundaries of time, space or people. Now as we're already managing this delicate balance of work and home with COVID-19, there have been simple strategies that I have put in place to ensure the work is less disruptive and as well as the household runs smoothly. The first and foremost, with um, less of school activities in place now, we've replaced those with uh, simpler games. As a working parent, we very methodically plan the after-school activities for our uh, kids on a daily basis. So all those activities, uh, we've tried to replace them with simpler activities. Now, I've created a box of chits that the school, that the kids look forward to opening each day. These chits contain after-school activities, things like uh, bike rides, playing ball, skipping, skateboarding, to name a few. In addition to that, I, we also use technology to our advantage. There are scores of reading and other educational apps that come to our rescue during the really busy work periods. The kids have created folders of their artwork and have reading books which have quizzes. So there are excellent online resources that you know, are really helpful during busy times. One other thing I would lastly say is that any routine that is established will go out of the window if you do not stay on top of it. So try and keep it as simple as possible, but at the same time, follow it thoroughly. Amid the border and the virus battle, there is a vaccine deal. Today, the Prime Minister of Australia announced that Australia will receive a coronavirus vaccine once approved. G'day, I'm here with Professor Kelly and John Alexander, the member for Benelong, here in North Ryde at AstraZeneca, where we've been able to come to an agreement to ensure that Australia can be in the leading pack of getting vaccines for the coronavirus to all of our population. Now, this is a great spark of hope. There's more trials to be undertaken. It'll be manufactured here in Australia, but this is a tremendous partnership that we've been able to form, and it's going to ensure that we have hope to get to the other side of this terrible pandemic. That was Australia's Prime Minister, the Honourable Scott Morrison, Member of Parliament. Friends, COVID is a time for nurturing, for perseverance, to spread positivity, hope and solidarity. And with that will come healing. While we are lucky here in Australia, I often wonder about the rest of the world. And in this time, hate, ego, selfishness and blame are a fox bar. A time to nurture and love your people a little bit more, bake a little bit more, dance and sing more often, go back to the nature and find ways to stay connected from a distance. The snuggle under the blankets and the whole idea to do nothing. When we are back 
at our offices, those empty airports and those festivals that we haven't celebrated. We will all meet us where we are together. If I can leave you with one thing, it's this. At the end of all this, our mental health will be more important than any other skill and how we all stay together and look after us first during this time will stay longer after. Let's also not forget about our seniors. With the investments, superannuation rates, share price crashing, their savings are dwindling. Don't forget to be a little bit more kinder to them, to remind them that this is temporary and we will be okay and to take each day as it comes. As COVID holds the cultural stage, global recession will eventually start and the recovery will be a long journey. Some of us will be working for longer. So for the next topic, let's talk about mental health in these COVID times. We want to hear from you friends what you are doing to keep yourself healthy and also from the people who are now together in an intergenerational household like a joint family. Is it fun? Is it mad? Is it the best time ever or too much confrontational? What do you do when you have had enough? Where do you go to find that solace? Have you been misunderstood by a colleague on those Zoom calls? And do you feel depleted with yourself being alone in your thoughts? You can email us at wiredglobalaus at gmail.com or send us a voice clip on wired underscore global on Instagram. Until next time, friends, please stay well, stay safe, keep washing your hands, don't forget the mask and strictly stay at home. Thank you.